Happy Easter, and thank you for your steadfast dedication to our Lord Jesus Christ. In this celebration of our Lord's resurrection, Pastor Lau and Pastor Da would like to welcome you to the following Easter message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's teaching that will change your life with love, joy, and peace in Jesus. And now, Pastor Lau. Let's keep hand one more time. Praise God. Today, I have the message regarding Christ's resurrection. And I want to encourage all of you to have faith and to see that because of His resurrection, we can have freedom and victory. How many people agree with me that many, many words that we use nowadays People in the 70s don't understand. The world has changed so much. People realize that in the past 40 years, the world has changed. I remember in the 70s, I was in college. I never heard the word Nintendo, .com, .org, iPod, and now iPad. I never heard the word Blu-ray and DVD, internet, and even email, and even computer. I use typewriter. So in the past 40 years, there are many changes in this world. And the changes are so fast to the point that we are struggling following the change. Yesterday, I saw the iPad first time. And I still wonder how they use the iPad. So new. But there are many things in this world that never change. That is the needs of people never change all this century. And the answer from God for all these needs never change. God still meets our needs. And our needs still the same like many thousand years ago. I can feel the same feeling that the early disciple face when Jesus Christ was arrested and crucified on the cross. How much devastation, disillusion, disappointment they felt at that moment. But I can feel the same feeling of joy and excitement and surprise when they saw Jesus came back three days later. Only three days, Jesus came back. They celebrated And the same thing, we celebrated the resurrection of Jesus Christ today. And the resurrection of Jesus Christ tells us that He continues to meet our need. He said in the Bible in John chapter 8, verse 32, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. In verse 36, Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. The power of resurrection gives us freedom. And I want to mention about three dimensions of freedom today. By the power of resurrection, we have three dimensions of freedom. The first one is that we can be free from the prison of the past. Everyone say the past. 
I noticed that a lot of people in the world are not happy, even though they have a lot of money, even though they have nice house, nice car, but they are not happy because it got stuck in the past. They are holding to the past. They are the prisoner of the past. They cannot relate to the now because they still suffer and reacting to the then or the past. And many times we suffer. We don't have joy because we are in the prison of resentment or grudges, and we are in the prison of regret and guilt. And I want to tell you the good news: the power of resurrection can set us free from the prison of resentment and regret. And many of us. I believe in this room are still living in resentment, because many many years ago, many months ago, somebody hurt our feeling, and we still keep that resentment. We still keep that hurt, the grudges in our heart, and we cannot move on to the bright future that God has prepared for us. Some of us still living in regret because we have made mistake in the past. Today, I have the good news to tell you: you can be free from the prison of the past. How many of you in this room agree with me that everyone in the world have been hurt or have been cheated by somebody else? How many people have that experiences? May not be intentional; it may be unintentional. But if somebody hurt us. And have been hurt in the past too, and we have a choice to make: whether we're going to live in that past, the prison of the resentment, or we're going to move on. Are you getting over all those feelings, all those past things that still bind you and put you in the prison right now? Maybe you faced failure in the past. Maybe the abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, or sexual abuse. Or maybe you went through the ridicule or rejection of your parents, and you still keep that feeling that your parents rejected you and ridicule you. Or maybe you come from broken home or failed marriage, and you still resent against your ex-husband or against your ex-wife. You keep the grudges on the inside of you. Today, God wants to tell you that He can get you unstuck. And get you out of that prison of the past. God wants to give you the new beginning. In Isaiah chapter forty-three, verses eighteen to nineteen, the Bible say, "Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of the old. Behold, I will do a new thing. God wants to do a new thing in your life. If you're still living in the past and dwell in the past, you cannot move into the new things God prepared for you." Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness. This is a miracle. In the wilderness, God make a road, and not only that, He say and rivers in the desert. God say in the Bible, forget the past, move on to the future, and you move on. He can make a beautiful road in the wilderness. He can make rivers in the desert for you. But you need to move on to the future and let go of the past. 
come out from the prison of your life, of the past, the prison of resentment, and the prison of regret. I know to come to this point, many of you say, Pastor, it's easy for you to say. It's easy to preach from the Word of God. Oh, yeah, forget the past. Yeah, but I cannot do it. It's impossible for me to do it. You don't understand how hurtful that person treat me. You don't understand my situation. I cannot let it go. I cannot let go of this past resentment. And I agree with you. I agree with you 100% that you cannot let it go by your own strength. But you can let it go by the power of resurrection. You cannot let go of the past by your own effort. But you can let it go by the power of God and His love. And God knows what people did to you. And let God handle those people who hurt you. And let go and you move on. Let God count the score. Let God deal with the people who hurt your feeling, who mistreated you, but let you move on with the power of resurrection. In the book of Psalm, chapter 34, verse 18, the Bible said, The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart. How many people have experienced being heartbroken before? I believe many of you have been heartbroken. Might, might not be born from your boyfriend, maybe from your boss. Your boss mistreated you. Maybe your parents, maybe your kids. Somebody make you have a broken heart. And the Bible say that God is near those who have a broken heart. You say, I don't feel that way. I don't feel that God is close to me. It's not about feeling. It's about His promise. Maybe you don't feel because you are unplugged from Him. You are not close to Him. You are not seeking Him enough. Actually, He is near you. You are the one who moved away from Him. And He is near you. He wants to be close to you. And He wants to heal you. The Bible continues to say, And save such as have a contrite heart. God can save you from being a broken-hearted person. Amen? No one may understand you in this room. Maybe in the whole world, no one understands what you went through because they are not in your shoes. But I want to tell you, God totally understands what you went through. He has seen everything that happened to you. He knows the numbers of your hair. He knows the good and the bad in your life. He knows what happened on that day. He knows how you feel. And God wants to be close to you. And God loves you. He wants to help you to get over the pain of the regret. He wants to save you from that pain. Amen? Everyone say, the power of resurrection can set me free from resentment. And many of you may not have resentment, but you have regret. You have grudges. You have the fear, the guilt inside you. Why? Why do you have that regret? Because maybe many years ago, you have made a stupid decision. Maybe you have done some stuff that you should not have done. Maybe you blown it. You just make a big mistake in your life and you cannot bring that back. And with that regret, because you make mistake, you carry around the guilt everywhere on your shoulder. You carry around that bad feeling 
and that saps your energy. You don't feel like you want to do anything. You just feel so tired, so exhausted, and you try to even punish yourself. You say like this to yourself: "If only I knew what I know now." You even say to yourself, "If only I listened to my parents that day. If only I listened to my husband that day, I would not make that wrong decision." You may even say, "If only." I can have a time machine, like back to the future, and jump into that time machine, and went back to 20 years ago, and I would do think in a different way. I would not carry this guilt and regret like today. You want to get into the time machine? How many people watch the movie Back to the Future? Sometime when I watch that movie, I was thinking if I could jump into that car. I would make a big difference today, and some of you may try to get rid of this guilt by doing something else. No one wants to walk around with guilt. How do you respond to the guilt? You blame other people. You pass the buck. You blame your pastor. You blame your church. You blame your parents. You blame your spouse. You blame somebody else in order to get the guilt out of you and give the guilt to somebody else. Or some of you may try to bury that guilt by using drugs, pills, and some of you try to bury that guilt by being busy, being workaholic. You cannot stand the bad feeling if you are so quiet at home. So what you need to do, you keep being busy, doing something else, and you're so tired at night when you put your head on the pillow, you just instantly fall asleep, so that you don't have quiet time. To allow the devil to come and tell you what mistake you make in the past, the f- bad feeling, the regret that you have in your heart. I want to tell you: you don't need to do all those things. You don't need to be workaholic. You don't need to use pills. You don't need to pass the buck and blame somebody else, because our God is a specialist in new beginnings. He wants you to get rid of that past regret and past mistake. He doesn't want you to walk around with a load of guilt. That's why he came up with a plan since the creation of the world. This plan is: he sent his son into the world, and his son went to the cross and died for your mistake. Pay for your mistake. Pay for all the wrong decision you make. Pay for all the stupid. Action you did many years ago, pay for all the wrong decision and choices you make. That's why the Bible says in Romans chapter three, verses twenty-three to twenty-four: For all have sinned, or for all have made mistake, and fall short of the glory of God. Being justified means not being guilty anymore. Freely by His grace through the redemption that in is in Christ Jesus. Jesus died on the cross. To pay for that guilt, to pay for that mistake that you make, this is a free gift, and this is unbelievable. This is a deal, good deal. Everyone say it's a good deal. You make mistake, but somebody pay for you. Therefore, the power of resurrection is so meaningful to people around the world because he showed that not only did he forgive you on the cross, but he has the power to wipe out that guilt. And that guilt feeling from your life. 
what you should do in order to let go of this past regret and past resentment. Look at what the Bible says in Job chapter 11, 13 to 16. If you would prepare your heart and stretch out your hands toward Him, prepare your heart, say, God, I need your help. I want to get rid of the past. Stretch out my hand toward Him. If iniquity were in your hand, you put it far away and would not let wickedness dwell in your tents. Then surely you could lift up your face without spot. God forgave you. You don't have any spot in your life anymore. You are clean, completely clean from the past mistake. Yes, you could be steadfast and not fear because you would forget your misery. When God forgives you, with God wipe out by the power of resurrection all of your mistake, then you need to carry the guilt anymore. You can walk around with good feeling, with confidence. And you don't have to remember all those mistakes as water have passed away. Wow, powerful scripture. How do you do that to come out from the guilt, from the past mistake? You just leave Lift your eyes to God. Lift your hand to God and say, I'm sorry, I make mistakes, and I receive the free gift of Jesus Christ. His power of resurrection to set me free from the past resentment and the past guilt in my life. Amen? That's the first thing, the freedom. Everyone, freedom. Say freedom. Freedom from the past. The second thing, the power of resurrection, not only giving us the freedom from the past, prison, the past guilt and resentment, he also gives us the freedom from the pressures of today. That is a second dimension. How many of you, sometimes you feel like this? My life is out of control. How many times you feel this way? My life is out of balance. If you just think about what you have to do each day, or what you have to do this month, you start to get scared. You start to feel overwhelmed. And you wish that maybe you can resign from the human race for a few weeks. Because so much responsibility. We all sometimes feel so overwhelmed. Why? Because especially today in this generation, because life is so complex today. Life is so speedy today. Yesterday, I talked to a gentleman. He just bought a new iPad. He put up on the table and showed me how to use the iPad. And I say, okay, from now on, you will travel on the plane only with iPad. Is that right? No. I'm going to have my computer, my iPad, and my iPhone. <laughs> so it sounds like the bag is getting heavier and heavier, more complex. But it's speedy. Now they can you imagine you just pull out the phone, and you can answer the Facebook in one second. Somebody Facebook you, you Facebook back. Somebody email you. Everything's so speedy. Everything is so complex and so speedy to the point that you feel so overwhelmed. I heard the terminology in America. This is all the term that I learned in America. The term such as, I am burned out. I am worn out. I am stressed out. I am bushed. I'm exhausted. I'm so fatigued. I'm so tired. I'm dead tired. I drag my feet. I am at the end of my rope. That is all slang that I learned in America. I don't have this in Thailand. I'm ready to throw in the towel. I come to the point of being unglued now. All this slang in America. 
You know why? Because in this Western world, we are so full of stuff. Sometimes the responsibility is so high, it's so much that we come to the breaking point. We feel that we're going to go under right now, we're going to be drowned right now, it's too much to handle. How many people feel that way sometimes? I feel that way sometimes. I I notice sometimes my wife feels that way, especially on Thursday. Care group in the morning and care group in the evening. So she feels so overwhelmed by cleaning her house, getting ready for the next group to come. You are under pressure. And when you are under pressure, you need two things. Number one, strength. Number two, stability. And the power of resurrection offers you both. Both the strength of power and stability. Look at what the Bible says, the God that we worship. Isaiah 40, verses 28 to 29. Have you not known, have you not heard, The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. God never gets weary. God never falls asleep. God never feels tired, never feels stressed out. Our God is a powerful God. He has unlimited power. And that's the reason why many of us and many humans in the world feel tired all the time, feel exhausted all the time. You know why many people feel exhausted all the time? Because human beings were not created to live the life with their own strength. We were meant to live a life plugged in to the power of God. We were meant to live a life knowing the God who never faints, who never go weary. The God who can give us power and strength. And He showed that power on the day of resurrection. That He raised the dead. I mean, maybe you are not doctored for me. When somebody dies, he dies. That's it. And if he dies and he goes into the tomb for three days, stink. There's no hope to come back to life. That power that raised Jesus from the dead can give you power to face the stress in your life. You need to plug in into the power of God. Amen? I remember almost a year ago, I came into my kitchen, set up my computer, plugged the light into the wall, and I walked away, and I did something, and I came back. And I began to work on my laptop. And I noticed that the battery bar started going down. The laptop started to shut down. And I wonder, the plug is in the wall, and the battery is there. Why the computer, the laptop start to shut down? So I wonder what happened to my laptop. So I look at the connection. I look at the battery. It looks okay. I look at the connection of the wall, and eventually I have to look through all the line of the power cord, and I find out that the dog named Chloe (laughs) bit that line. So the electrical power could not go through. Her name is Chloe. Thank God for Chloe that I have the testimony in my sermon that the battery can drain out. And 
that computer start to keep shutting down. Many of us, the life is like that. We are shutting down. Our spiritual, our emotional, and physical battery are draining out every single day. We feel stressed out. We feel that we cannot handle anything anymore. That's why we need the power of resurrection. That's why we need to plug into God and get that power back into our life. The power of resurrection. God loves us so much. And He said, I want you to be able to face the stress and the pressure of today. That's why I proved to you 2,000 years ago that I raised my son from the dead with the power of resurrection. And if you only plug yourself in that power by having him in your life and depending on that power. That's why Resurrection Sunday is so powerful. Billions of people around the world celebrate this Sunday. Do you know that Resurrection Sunday or the, the, the event of resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ make a big deal in the history? It divides B.C. and A.D., before Christ and after Christ. Every time you write a date, April 4th, year 2010, whether you are a Christian or not, you are trying to tell people around you, this is 2010 years after the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a powerful event in the world and give hope to people. Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, the Bible says, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. Everyone say power. If God can raise Jesus from the dead, with the same power, he can raise your dead marriage. With the same power, he can raise your dead job. He can raise your dead relationship. He can raise your dead finances. He can raise any dead issue in your life by the power of resurrection. You can face the pressure of today. That's why the Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, I can do all things through the tape that I ordered from the website called self-help tape. Is that right? I can do all things through meeting my psychologist. I can do all things through taking Solov and Amitriptyline and Valium. No, Paul did not say that. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. The power of God strengthened us. Paul said in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 6, So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. I don't know what kind of pressure you face right now. Maybe you are facing financial pressure. Maybe you have a big lawsuit coming against you. Maybe you are facing marriage problem. You worry about your kids. You worry about your job. I want to encourage you. Instead of giving up, you give it up to God. Because God has power to be able to save you and deliver you from that problem. Amen? The power of resurrection. Some of you, if I can bring an MRI machine or X-ray machine to, to examine you, I believe that some of you, I can discover that your battery is drained out already. 
you need to plug in to the power of God. That is a big problem in America. Biggest problem, people are exhausted, drained out, worn out. The end of the rope, feel like I cannot go anymore. But God can set you free. If you feel worn out today, you feel stretched out today, this is the promise of Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 11. Come to me, all you labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Are you worn out today? Are you burned out today? Jesus said, come to me. I will give you rest. I give you power. I will give you strength to be able to face the pressure of today. The Bible called God rock. The rock of salvation, the eternal rock. Rocks are strong. Rocks are solid. Rocks are very steady. And it can handle so much pressure. Hard to break it. And our God is the rock. One part of the Bible, Paul called Jesus the cornerstone. I remember I went to Holland many years ago and saw a big cathedral, brick, brick building. And I was thinking about this scripture. Jesus is a cornerstone. What is a cornerstone? In the old day, when they want to build a big building, they put a big rock on the ground to be the foundation. And that rock called the cornerstone. And everything else built on that rock. And that stone or that rock can handle all the stress and weight upon it. Let me ask you this question. Are you building your life on the foundation of something that will not last? Some people depend on their job. Their security is in their job. And they're going to be disappointed. Because job comes and goes. Some people build their life on the foundation of human being. Oh, I depend on this person. Oh, it's so good this person is around me. But I have learned the lesson that people come, people go, and people die. So you don't build your life on those kind of things that are not lasting. You need to build your life on the rock of salvation, the cornerstone, the power of resurrection, Jesus who never changes, Jesus who can handle all the pressure for your life. If He's in you, who can come against you? If He's in you, you can do all things through Him who can strengthen you. He is your stability. When you face the relational or the financial earthquake, you can stand on that rock and that rock will stay to the end of the earthquake. And I want to encourage all of you that why don't you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Let Him come in. Let Him help you. Let the power of resurrection help you today. And He become the cornerstone of your life. That is the second dimension. Let me mention the last dimension, the third dimension. Number one, you can be set free from the prison of the past. Resentment, grudges, or guilt, or regret. And you can face the pressure of today by the power of the resurrection, by His stability and His strength. Number three, you can be set free 
from the hopelessness of the future. People always ask, when the house market gonna turn around? When the economy gonna get better in America? Some people lose hope. What's gonna happen next? We all face different issues that we may lose hope. You know, there are many reasons that people lose hope. One of the reasons people lose hope because you are dealing with a situation or dealing with people that you cannot change. Is that right? A few days ago, I talked to a couple, the parents, and say, you know, before we came into your church, before we became Christian, we really lost hope about our son. He went off in the wrong way. And I told them that in Christ Jesus, there is always hope for the future. Your son is going to be fine. Because that is the promise of God. God promises us that when the parents seek God first, the blessing is going to go into the thousand generation. Your son is going to be fine. There is hope. Some of us may lose hope in our job hunting. We keep looking for jobs. It's so hard to find jobs in this economy. But I want to let you know, the power of resurrection can give you that hope. Don't give up. You may face marriage problem, and you feel like, wow, my marriage is going to fall apart. We have seen psychologists, we've seen counselors, and we don't get along. We talk and talk. We try to resolve the marriage problem and you start to lose hope. I want to tell you, our God is a God of hope. He has the power to be able to help you to face the future. That is the first reason that people lose hope. The second reason people lose hope because people have no purpose in life. They just go to school. They just go get married, get a house, get a car, go to master degree, bachelor degree, and then they finish, and they just live day by day. Their life is not, has not purpose. Wake up in the morning, go to work, come back home. Wake up in the morning, go to work, come back home. There's no future. There's nothing. There's nothing to count on. They may feel that, yeah, I'm fine. I have good 401k. I have nice house. I have nice car. I'm married. I have good husband. I have nice children. But one of these days, they get hit by a big wind of life. They get hit by the big storm. An earthquake of life. I want to tell you the truth. No one in this world will sail their life on the smooth ocean all the time. We all gonna face some storms of life. We all gonna face some difficulties. And when that happens, where is the source of your hope? That you're gonna go through this storm, come out victoriously. And God wants to encourage you today. The power of resurrection will take you through the storm and come out victoriously. Paul and Silas were in jail. They were worshiping God, and by the power of resurrection, the door of the prison flew open, and they came out freely that midnight. You may ask me, Pastor Lau, we talk about your God, but I'm not sure God loves me. I'm not sure that God thinks about me. God really think about me, really? I'm just one of the billion of people in the world. He really, really care for me. I want to tell you, God think about you more than you think about Him. He care about you more than you care about Him. He always think about you all the time. And I know that because I'm a pastor. The Holy Spirit is inside me. He think about you all the time through me. I know how God think about people. He say in the Bible, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, For I know the thoughts 
This is what God said. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, say the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. God did not think about you this way. How messy he is. How much mistake he made or she made. Oh, hopeless case. I told this couple last week that when you look at your son, you don't look at hopeless situation. You need to look and say, God has a future for you and have a hope for you. I'm going to think toward you like the way God thinks toward you. Amen? We need to think that way. God think the way God thinks. He has a good plan for us. Everyone say good plan. And He has hope for us. No matter what happened right now, no matter what happened in the future, He still has that power to be able to bring the good things out of the situation. The day will come that you will see the good things out of the bad situation. You may go through tough time right now. Who are you going to turn to? Are you going to turn to the government? Turn to your credit card? To your banker? I recommend you turn to Jesus. Because He has all the power and He can give you hope. Amen? To be able to face the future. This is what God says in the book of Psalm, chapter 125, verse 1. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but abides forever. Another translation says, Those who trust in the Lord are steady. Everyone say steady. As steady as Mount Zion, unmoved by any circumstance. Wow. If you hook yourself up to God, trust God, learn how to depend on God, you will be like Mount Zion. Nothing can shake you. Nothing can move you. And you can count on Him. Do you know why you can count on God? That God is going to come on time. God is going to help you at the right timing. God loves you. You can count on Him because this is what He says in the Bible. In Isaiah chapter 54, verse 10, I will read two translations. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills will be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, say the Lord, who has mercy on you. Another translation, the Good New Translation say, The mountains and hills may crumble, but my love for you will never end. Even people run away from you, they desert you, even though the economy go bad, no matter what happened around you, you can have confidence. You matter to God. God loves you. His love for you never come to the end. He is your hope. He has the power. He has the stability to help you to face the future. Because Christ was raised from the dead, you can face the future. That is the good news. I want to encourage all of you today with this message. Don't live in the past, but move on to the future. If you get stuck in the past, you cannot enjoy the bright future that God has prepared for you. I want to encourage all of you, don't let the pressure of today overwhelm you. Learn how to draw the power of God by worshiping Him, reading the Bible, coming to church, getting close to God. Learn how to get the power of resurrection to be able to face all the pressure in your life. I do that every day. I have, many of you know I have two jobs. 
One job I get paid, another job I don't get paid. But I have two full-time jobs. And a lot of patients ask me, how can you do that? By the power of resurrection. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Amen? You don't need to be overwhelmed, exhausted, and fatigued in the midst of pressure. Amen? And not only that, number three, you can face the future. You can hook up your hope toward God. And you can lean on His help. You can depend on His power to face the future. And you remind yourself every single day, if I trust in the Lord, I shall be like Mount Zion. I shall not be moved. You can remind yourself every day, God has a good plan for me. He has hope for me and future for me. You can remind yourself every day, His love for you never come to an end. And you can move on with life and face the future. Amen? The devil tried to discourage me so many times in the ministry. But God remind me all this scripture to go on. And God say, the bright future is coming no matter what you see today. You need to have faith. And you need to understand that my son was raised from the dead. And the same power that he raised Jesus from the dead is in me. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, the well in my body. And I can face tomorrow. And I can have victory by the power of resurrection. Let's give hand to God. This is what you need to do today. If you never pluck your cord into the wall, you have been unplugged from God for a long time, I'd like to encourage you to pluck yourself into God today. And start to draw the power so that your battery will not run dry. Your battery will not be so drained that you start to break down by having Jesus in your life. And start to draw the power from Him. Or if you have been a Christian, but you kind of walk away from God, Chloe, bite your cord. And the power kind of cut off, shortcut. You need to get the new cord. I bought a new cord. I tried to put the tape on for a while, but it didn't work. So I bought a new cord. I have to come back and plug into God and have personal relationship with Jesus Christ and draw that power of resurrection. Jesus said in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and die with him and he with me. I believe that you are not sitting here today, this morning, in this building by accident. God has orchestrated the situation in your life since you were in the womb to get you to this point to sit here so that you can know him and so that you can receive his power of resurrection. This is not an accident that you're sitting here today. God called you to come back to Him. And I want to encourage you, come back home. Come back to the Father. 
have relationship with Jesus. Open the door of your heart and let him come in and start to draw that power to be able to be set free from the prison of the past, from the pressure of today, and from the hopelessness of the future. He wants to help you. He will open his arm wide and welcome you right now. Is this your choice? I want to tell you, for me, I don't want to handle this life by myself. It's too much to handle by myself. So much to handle. You're going to get tired if you try to handle it by yourself. You were meant from the creation to depend on the power of God and have a relationship with God. Come back home today. I want to lead you to pray today. You know, Jesus said, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that He is your Lord and Savior, you shall be set free. You shall be saved. And from today on, you start to walk with Him day by day and draw that power from Him day by day. He will be there for you. He is close to the brokenhearted. He is near you. He loves you. He wants to help you. He loves you so much. How many people want God help? Raise your hand up. How many people feel that, God, I cannot do this by myself. I need you. Raise your hand up. Would you pray with me? Would you say the word of prayer today out loud to God with me? I'm going to lead you to prayer. And after today, after you receive Jesus Christ, I want to encourage you to continue to walk in faith. Don't stop today and then walk away. Find a good church to go. The church that teaches the Bible. Get into the fellowship with the believers who love you and love God to strengthen you, to help you build you up. Read the Bible every single day. Listen to the teaching. Get involved. Serve God. Plug in. You plug yourself into God in the local church. And I can guarantee, because this is my experience in the past 28 years, I was a Buddhist before, and I gave my life to Jesus 28 years ago. I never regret it. It's so good. He saved my marriage. He gave me the job. He protected me every single day. He was with me in the surgery. When I cut on somebody, he was there with me all the time, talking to me, telling me what to do. He is my helper. God loves us and God wants to be with us all day long. You just have to pluck yourself into Him. I want to encourage you. Accept Christ today and start to walk with Him every single day. Why don't you pray with me? I will lead you in prayer. Why don't you lift your hand up to heaven and speak out loud to Him. He listened to you right now. Father in heaven, thank you so much, Lord, for the power of resurrection. I'm not following a dead God, but I'm following the living God who loves me, who can help me, to overcome the past, the resentment and the regret in my heart. I want to follow God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who can give me freedom from the pressures of today, who give me hope and power 
to have victory in the future. And not only that, you give me eternal life. After I leave this world, I will live for eternity in Your presence in heaven, Lord Jesus. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that You are my Lord and my Savior. You were raised from the dead on the third day. I give my life to You. I don't want to depend on my own strength anymore. I don't want to lead my life by myself anymore. I want you to sit at the driver's seat, and I will follow you all the days of my life. From today on, show yourself to me. Show the power of resurrection. I want to build my life. On the cornerstone, that rock, the rock of salvation, that even the earthquake of life comes to me, I will not be moved. I will not be shaken. I will stay strong to the last day. Thank you, Lord. I receive you in Jesus' mighty name. Praise God! Let's give that mighty hand of praise to the Lord. Amen. I want to encourage you one thing quickly before we close the service, and I know you need to meet your family today, special day, Easter Sunday. Thank you for coming, and I want to encourage all of you that you make a commitment to follow God to the last day of your life, because believe me, the devil will do everything. To get you out of God, He comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. He will use all kind of tactics and tricks and ways to get you out from God, from following Jesus Christ. You need to make that firm commitment. I made that firm commitment many years ago. That no matter what happened, where the rain come down, the snow come, no sunshine during winter here, no matter what happened, I will follow Jesus. I will be in the church every Sunday. I will follow unless I have emergency at the hospital. I will read the Bible. I will follow God. I'll make a commitment. I make a discipline of my life to follow God to the end. And I make that commitment for my kids too. That my kids will be in the church every single Sunday. And now they're growing up in the way of God. I want to encourage all the husband, all the dad in this room. Your decision determine the future of your kids. Your action today, what you do today, determine what happened in your eternity. Make right choices every single day in the way of God. Amen. I just want to exhort you to do that. Don't give up on God. No matter what happened, how many disappointment you face, just follow God, because God has the best plan for your life. Don't look at today. Today, He prepares something for you. Sometimes you have to go through the test. The test, God allow bad things happen to allow you to go to the test, so that He will know that you really mean it when you follow God. And when you pass the test, the big blessing will come. Don't give up on God. Amen. How many people agree with me that after you follow Jesus faithfully, you see all the good things, the blessing that He has done for you? 
Raise your hand up. Praise God. Father in heaven, I pray specifically in this time of economy. Lord, we are not controlled by the world economy because we are in the heavens economy. We pray, Father, that those who have needs, financial needs, you shall meet their need in the name of Jesus. Those who need job will find jobs soon. Supernatural provision. Yes. Those who are sick, they shall be healed. Those who have broken marriage, the marriage will be healed. Those who feel exhausted and tired and drained out, Father. We pray that you give them strength and power. Every Sunday when they come to church, they get charged, they get encouraged, and they can go on and have the life of victory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We hope this message has brought you joy and peace this Easter celebration. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs. Please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. Happy Easter! The Lord gave us Jesus Christ. I'm gonna praise His name.